Welcome to the Sherry and Brock Show, the best place to hear about real people accomplishing incredible things. Tune in every week to hear encouraging interviews with authentic individuals who've discovered purpose and are living the life they've always wanted. The host for this podcast includes CEO and founder of CDM Media Group and positive influencer Sherry Cranford, as well as entrepreneur, business coach, and award-winning MC, event host, and DJ Brock Barton. It's our hope that each week by tuning in, you'll be encouraged and inspired to do great things in your own life. Now here are your hosts, Sherry and Brock. Hey everyone, I'm so excited to be here today with my co-host Brock Barton and special guests Mary Kay Von Brindle and Tom Abbott with Ozarks Amphitheater. We hope you're inspired and enjoy listening to us today as we sit down and talk with Tom and Mary Kay. And now I'm going to hand it over to my co-host Brock Barton. Hey, everybody. So excited this week. Uh, special guest, Mary Kay and Tom. And uh, let me tell you uh, a, a little bit about Ozark. It's it's it, Ozark's amphitheater. It's nestled in the heart of Lake of the Ozarks, actually Camdenton to be exact. Uh, and it has been voted um, the best live music venue in Missouri, which is huge. Uh, Ozark's amphitheater is a premier concert and entertainment venue. Um, you can find it uh, on the map. You, you check it out and they have have big names, world-class acts uh, such as Charlie Daniels Band, Miranda Lambert, Foreigner, and uh, many more. In fact, I'm looking at their lineup. It looks incredible. Uh, welcome, Mary Kay and Tom. How are you guys today? Good morning, Brock and Sherry. We're doing great. Uh, staying warm. Good it, is, it is chilly out there right now, isn't it? Just a little bit. Just came in from shoveling the driveway. So that's an exercise in utility right now. Yeah, that that is, that it is for sure. Uh, on the day of this recording, I think we had negative five degrees outside, uh, four or eight inches of snow. So uh, we're trying to stay warm, rocking a podcast together. And I'm excited to get to know you guys. So tell, tell me a little bit more about the two of you, I, I don't, I haven't had the opportunity to get to know you guys very well. So I'd love to hear a little bit more about you and the heart behind Ozarks Amphitheater. Well, I guess we could start with, and Tom enjoys me telling the story of how I came to be part of the Ozarks Amphitheater. Um, back in um, 2014, I had moved back to the great state of Missouri from Minnesota. and. Um, moved to the Lake of the Ozarks and happened across the Ozarks Amphitheater sign one day on my travels and decided to that I was a bit curious and wanted to see more what that was about. So I um, went through some gates and um, came backstage. And when your line of vision opens and you actually get to see the seats in the amphitheater. I was overwhelmed because, you know, Ozark's amphitheater, I didn't know what to expect. I was thinking maybe a, a wooden stage or benches or, you know, lawn seating and you bring your lawn chair, etc. But when I actually got to see that it was stadium styled seating, I was beyond excited. So got out on stage and sang. And the acoustics are absolutely phenomenal at this venue um, and had, as I like to call my Oprah Winfrey moment and decided right there and then that I needed to figure out what was going on there because I needed to be a part of it. So um, went home, did my research and um, found the owner and sent him an email and told him what I was about. And I'd love to work with him on the project. Um, met them when they came back into town in January. And I've been with the amphitheater ever since. 
Such an awesome story. The, to give you some history on the amphitheater, the amphitheater itself was built in 1993, had two unfortunate false starts, and um, was bought at auction in 2013. And um, the guys worked diligently to bring it back up to standards. And our first season was in 2015. That's incredible. Uh, so, so, so you guys have been actively running it since 2015, having events and shows uh, there throughout the year. Uh, it's an open air venue, and uh, and how many how many seats have you got there? We actually, as far as seats on the property, there's ten thousand two hundred and fifty two. Um, oh wow! Yeah, it's it's a very large venue, and we've been uh, when we first opened up, uh, we obviously didn't anticipate shows that of that crowd size. So we uh, put a fence up about halfway up and had the first three years were uh, limited to 5,000 seats. Then with the uh, lineup that we had in 2018 with Alabama being the largest uh, or the kickoff show for that season and selling over 6,000 tickets, we moved the seat, uh, the fencing back to get 6,500 seats available. And that's how we've been operating uh, since in 2018, 2019. And then obviously the shortened 2020 season um, was at 6,500 seat capacity. And that's what we have parking for. And that's one of the reasons for that. Uh, and then we also have two to 3,000 available in lawn seating. So the, the full capacity of the place is around 13,000. Wow. We are working towards that. I'm betting on 2021 or 2022, we're going to have have you guys there full capacity. I'm excited about that. Yeah, we're, uh, we continue to book larger and larger acts. The, the more they draw as far as ticket sales, the more they cost. Uh, so it's a you know, dollar spent, a dollar return situation. And what we anticipate doing for 2021 because of uh, COVID is being able to open up all of the seats. And even if we've got a show that sells five, six, seven thousand tickets, we're still going to have the 13,000 capacity available for people to spread out. So you'll be able to, you know, if if you're in a cluster of people and you don't necessarily want to be around a huge crowd, there will be plenty of seats for you to move around to. Oh, that's great. You've kind of got a uniquely beneficial situation. I know that a lot of concert venues have been closed for 2020 due to COVID and um, an event, the event industry as a whole has taken a pretty, pretty sharp hit. But given that yours is an outdoor venue and you've got an excess of seating so people can spread out, that's a, a pretty uniquely um, opportune situation that you guys are able to um, accommodate the for social distancing and kind of keeping a good space and good airflow through your venue. That's a pretty awesome situation. Well, and I think too, in the heart of all of the new verbiage because of the pandemic, um, we, I think, have coined the phrase uh, self-distance. So we've got plenty of room um, to move about. And, you know, if you're not comfortable where your seats are, there's plenty of opportunity to go find a seat where you're more comfortable because, I know, Brock, you've not been to the amphitheater yet. Sherry has, and I think she can attest to this also. There's not a bad seat in the house. Um, I mean, the only thing I tell people when they're calling to buy tickets is, how close do you want to be to the stage? Yes, that's so true. I've set close to the stage, and I've set way up to the top. And every seat that I've set in is an awesome experience. Um, It's, I mean, you're, you're, even if you're at the top of the venue, you, you, it feels like you're right at the stage. The sound is awesome. It's just an amazing venue. One of my favorites. Well, thank you. Well, I know. 
I know that we talked a little bit about and we've touched on a little bit this whole, you know, 2020 and pandemic and COVID. And uh, and here on the Sherry and Brock show, one thing that's really important to us is to to share uh, stories of hope and, and encouragement, things that people have had to overcome. And so I am almost certain you guys have had a few hurdles uh, to overcome uh, this past year. How are you guys handling that and overcoming well, we did have one show in 2020, and it was um, for King and Country as part of the Crossover Christian Music Festival. And what we were able to do there is we had sold 24, 2,500 tickets pre-COVID, um, and then the pandemic hit, and we kind of put things on hold for a while. And finally, you know, about without a, a month out, we decided, you know, we're going to go forward with the show. We've got 6,500 seats, and we got about 25 to 2,600 people that want to come see a show. The band wanted to play; it was their first and maybe one of their only on-stage shows for all of 2020. So we were able to do temperature scans and, and you know, do some uh, distancing as far as our, our restroom lines and the food lines and stuff like that, and then be able to spread people out in those 6,500 seats. Uh, did away with the pit down front, so there wasn't a big congestion right down close to the stage, and we pulled that show off, uh, you know, with with some changes. And we anticipate using several of those changes for the 2021 season. Uh, we have, uh, Jamie Johnson and whiskey Myers currently on sale and that's at about 2,800 tickets. And we'll probably cap that at about 4,000 total. So we're going to cap some of the early attendance shows, uh, so that, you know, we're not just trying to pack people in there like sardines, like we, you know, would normally want to do, <laughs> uh, yeah. you know, the more people we get in there, the, the more profitable the venue can be, but we have, taken steps and we're also I'm on a call on Wednesday with several other venues and several other municipalities to kind of put some best practices into play and and they're going to pattern themselves off of what we've been doing um obviously the state of Missouri and and Camden County and Miller County areas have been uh gracious from a business perspective for us to work with and uh, you know as long as we're following some of the CDC guidelines we don't have any additional layers of um of enhancements that we have to go through, but we, we do anyway, uh, just to make sure that the people that want to come out have a safe environment. That's awesome that you guys are doing that. And, um, I know that you guys will do a great job and I'm so excited for 2021. So let's talk about the 2021 concert lineup at Ozark Amphitheaters. I know you have Rodney Carrington. It's a great comedy show. Um, so who else is lined up for this season? Well, our first show that we have uh, already announced and scheduled and on sale is Jamie Johnson and Whiskey Myers on June 19th. We are working on a couple of shows prior to that uh, that we'll be announcing in the next couple of weeks, probably the first and second week of uh, March, I believe. We're, we're going to do a recap of everything that's on sale on Friday, the 26th of February. Uh, so we go from Rodney or from uh, Jamie Johnson, Whiskey Myers into Rodney Carrington the very next weekend. And then following that is July 4th weekend with REO Speedwagon on the 4th of July. And we're working on a couple other shows for that particular weekend as well. So it, it uh, should be a rocking weekend at the Ozarks Amphitheater. Uh, we have a, Ju- a July 9th show that is confirmed, not announced yet. Then we roll into uh, the, uh, when is the Missouri Symphony? We've got the Missouri Symphony too. That's June 27th, I believe it is. That is correct. Yeah, June 27th. And for a plug for the symphony, 
um, if you have that date available, I highly encourage you to attend this concert. It's a fundraiser for the um, Lake Arts Council. Um, they were there two years ago, and it's the Missouri Symphony is actually an international symphony. Um, it is phenomenal. Absolutely. The, the venue is thrives with music like that there. Okay, That's what's really- on the lineup, Tom? Oh, we... <laughs> <laughs> We, we, we kind of get all over the board uh, mm-hmm. as to what's been announced and what hasn't been announced yet. Uh, we roll into, let's see, what do we have in July? Um, That's it. All right. Then we roll into August. We're going to do uh, the Crossover Music Festival, tentatively slated for the third weekend in August, which is the 20th through the 22nd. And uh, we'll have some announcements coming on that. Then we have currently announced... Uh, Three Dog Night will be on September the 17th, Correct. which is the Friday night of Bike Fest. Wow. And then Avit Brothers uh, is announced and on sale, uh, rescheduled to August or till October the 9th currently. And there's a lot of things that are, again, going to be announced and on sale starting about the first weekend in March through mid-April. So we'll probably add about six or eight more shows to that lineup. That's that's a really incredible lineup. You guys have, uh, I mean, those are huge names, many of them with cult-like followings. Uh, Whiskey Myers, one of the biggest up-and-coming names uh, in country music right now. Uh, you know, if you don't know who Ario Speedwagon is, then uh, you might have been living under a rock and somebody needs to tell you. Uh, Three Dog Night, of course, throwing back. And then uh, Avit Brothers, uh, definitely, uh, definitely a cult-like following for those guys. Um, yeah. Kind of that indie alt type sound and, and uh incredible incredible band so uh dang you guys are stocking up well and that, those are just the ones that are rescheduled from uh last year you know we had those and more on the books for last year a few of them didn't move did not transfer but we've been tentatively or i mean tenaciously working on the lineup for 2021 and you haven't seen anything yet well, you know, that leads to my next question. Do you have any surprises for our concert going listeners? Well, we have plenty of surprises, but none that we can talk about. Oh. <laughs> uh, when can they sort of uh, maybe look forward to hearing more about some of that? In the next two weeks, um, we'll be starting to announce new concerts coming to the amphitheater. Yeah, I think our our plan right now is to reaffirm our lineup that's already out and on sale. And then Rodney Carrington's uh, tickets are going to go on sale. We are socially distancing that show. um, So we're going to move a few people around that have already bought tickets. And then the tickets, when they go on sale, will be sold in groups of two, three, four, five, six, seven, and eight with three seats on either side and the full row in front and back. Uh, So we're going to kind of socially distance that show since it, it is a June show. Um, you know, we're, we're anticipating probably by July, August, we'll be able to, you know, have everybody a little bit closer, but we just, like I say, we want to err on the side of caution when it comes to this. And we want people that, you know, would be reluctant to come out to a, a crowd environment yet to, uh, you know, feel safe with coming out and, you know, sitting with three of their friends and, and, uh, have plenty of space around them. Yeah. I think that's, uh, something that's, uh, something that's so 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 kind that you're looking out for uh, the community and making sure that they're able to be safe. But at the same time, I also know kind of where we're sitting here, kind of the uh, the the uh, the overall 
temperature that I get from people is that the man they're 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 itching to get back out to events and see concerts and see you know live performances and uh, kind of get back out in into the community a little bit. So I, I love that you guys are opening up and going forward with a with a really powerful 2021 season. Yes, we are too. We were watching the 95th uh, anniversary show for the Grand Old Opry last night on NBC, and and I was like, man, just watching some of those artists play. I mean, uh, it, it was like, man, I can't wait to be up on stage and watch those musicians play again. You know, we pay attention to you know how the drummers drum and how the guitarists play, and and just all of the things that go into the band. It's not, you know, from from my perspective of being on the stage, it's, it's not just a matter of what does it sound like coming off and, and being entertained for me. It's, it's the orchestration and the, the behind the scenes stuff that, you know, that I pay attention to and watching some of the grand old Opry stars do their thing is makes me want to listen to live music even more. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. I, I hear that the Ozarks amphitheater has a, a fan club as well. The Ozarks amphitheater fan club. Tell me about that. Well, and it's it is easy to join our fan club. You just go to Ozarks Amp, um, click on the fan club link, and enter your email address, and then boom, you're a member of our fan club. It's it's virtually painless. One of the things that it affords you is that you be, get to um, have access to pre-sale tickets before they go on sale to the general public. And for the shows that we've been announcing. Um, Usually those front row seats VIP get gobbled up in the pre-sale. So something you definitely want to be a part of so you don't miss an opportunity to get a great seat um, for a show that you really want to be that close to the front of stage. I love that. Is that also the best place for them to find out some of the surprise announcements you've got coming? We we announce stuff simultaneously. So it'll either be on the website or it'll be on social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all, you know, pretty much all at the exact same time. Gotcha. Gotcha. Wow. That's, uh, that sounds like a great opportunity though, for them to kind of, uh, get out in front get the best seats in the house uh, and make sure to have the first opportunities for, for any upcoming shows. And it sounded like you were saying it, it, it's a, it's a free fan club. Is that correct? Oh yeah, most definitely. Yes. Ah, that's incredible. We want people to have the best advantage of, you know, getting their those coveted seats that they want, um, you know, and it, it it's nice to be able to be able to purchase tickets before they go on sale to the masses. Awesome. It's awesome fan club to be a part of. So um, and then as you guys roll out the surprises for the rest of the remaining of the year 2021, we'll have to have you guys back on here to talk about those shows because um, I know we're excited to get back out there and enjoy each other live music and support the music industry. Cause, um, I know they struggled in the last, you know, 2020. So it's ready to get back out there and support them. Yeah. 2020 was not a fun year. Um, no, I do want to go back though and tell you, um, we are very excited, um, at the amphitheater this year, we will be hosting the Dogwood Festival. Um, I understand the Dogwood Festival had been at the amphitheater years ago. Um, and it's coming back to the amphitheater. Um, it used to be at the um, at Camdington School there on five, but with COVID and um, all of the cleaning um, protocol that the maintenance crew has to do every day um, in order for them to hold classes, the administrator from 
the school district decided that he didn't feel that he could confidently put one more thing on their plate without having mutiny. So um, we've moved the Dogwood Festival to the Ozarks Amphitheater. So I am dead excited to be able to see carnival rides going on backstage. How exciting. That's going to be exciting for you guys. And then I know that you're working on um, a few other things that are going to be happening at the amphitheater, like a farmer's market. Um, Is that still in the... Oh, yeah, that's still in the works. Um, That's my big project to complete this week and get it off for approval. So be watching for that. I will be looking for vendors um, to participate. It'll start um, the beginning of May, run through October every Saturday um, in the parking lot at the amphitheater. Exciting. That's going to be great for the community. And Brock, if I can back up for one second, um, just to give you a a quick story. Um, When Tom and I were in New York um, a couple years ago, we had the opportunity to go see or go preview Whiskey Myers. And I've got to tell you that it was an amazing crowd, but I never thought that the state of New York had that many cowboys. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe wannabes. (laughs) That's funny. That is funny. I wouldn't either. Well, there's there's a difference between Long Island and and New York City. And uh, the venue we were at was in Long Island. Um, and I actually seen Toby Keith there that year too, at an amphitheater that about 18,000 people there. So there's at least 18,000 Toby Keith fans. Oh my goodness. <laughs> yeah. Well, one of the things too, is, um, I told Tom after, you know, pulling him into this industry and I think he touched on it a little bit ago is I warned him that after you get into this industry, you'll never watch a concert the same again, because, you're you're looking at speakers. You're looking at how speakers are hung. You're looking at how many um, musicians are on the stage, what types of um, equipment they're playing. Um, you know, you're looking at traffic flow of the venue. I mean, there's so many different elements that you're trying to absorb because it's a great opportunity to learn from somebody else. Yeah, I I actually particularly resonate with that as a performer myself. I, I, I'm kind of spoiled. I go to a concert and the first thing I'm looking at is what speakers are they using? What, how, how have they got this configured? What's their, you know, configuration on stage? It's a, it's a, it's a, a blessing and a curse at the same time. Yeah. As Mary Kay said, she kind of drugged me into this. I was happy in the real estate business here at Lake of the Ozarks when, uh, when we, we first started dating. And, you know, so then on my off times, I would spend time with her and, and help with projects and learn. And then I got drugged in, dragged into uh, doing backstage security in, uh, in 2016, I guess it was. And so I got to know a little bit about what was going on backstage. But uh, then in 2017, I took over the stage management and I've always kind of helped put the lineups together because I, one, I'm a local to the Lake of the Ozarks area. So I kind of know where the demographic falls and two. Uh, country music was not Mary Kay's strong suit. She comes from the jazz world and, you know, it's not a huge draw for jazz down here to fill 10,000 <laughs> seats. Not yet. Not yet. So, you know, when, whenever we first started working together on booking talent, I was like, you know, you got to play to the audience that are going to buy tickets down here. So that's, uh, that's kind of what we've come up and built on that lineup. And then we've expanded. Uh, but you're right. I, um, before other venues that I would go to, I would, well, just that Toby Keith concert. And as an example, I was like, unless you were standing directly in front of the line array, it had terrible acoustics. Um, and I was like, I wasn't impressed. So it, it really makes me 
uh, proud of the venue that we have at Ozarks Amphitheater and the acoustics and the sight lines and, and everything that goes along with it is, uh, it really is a, a jewel here in the Midwest and it's being recognized as that there's a lot of, lot of venues around the area that, you know, call us for advice. It is a very beautiful venue. You guys have worked so hard. Um, I've watched you for the past few years and, and I've been to tons of concerts. Um, and it, it amazes me when I come to the concert, cause I'll come to, um, the Nelly concert and it's such a different crowd and it's just amazing how much work you guys put into it. And then we'll come to the Wiz Khalifa to, you know, just so many different concerts and, and the crowd is just packed and they're excited and they're happy and hands just congratulations to both of you for such an amazing and you guys do a great job. So congratulations. Well, thank you very much for that. Well, it's definitely a team effort. And I think, you know, we've got a fantastic staff and I think we've got a staff that actually it's a labor of love for everybody involved. Yes. You can always tell they love what they do and um, everyone that welcomes you from the time you park till the time you walk in. um, It's always a great experience. So I know everyone will enjoy it. If you haven't been, you need to go and um, it's going to be a great year. Well, one of the things too, that I tell all of our employees at orientation is you probably couldn't tell me what you had for lunch on any given day last week, but I can guarantee you can tell me what your first concert was and probably who you went with. That is so true. (laughs) Sherry, did you happen to be at the um, Five Finger Death Punch? I was. I was. It was was amazing. It was. That's one of the highest production value shows that I think we've ever had at the amphitheater. And I, even myself, I had to go to the top of the bowl and just sit and watch two or three of them whenever the, all the pyromania stuff, pyro, the pyrotechnics were going off. And, and, you know, then when they hit, that was the first time also that we had uh, confetti cannons. And right. when those, when those things went off, of course, the next day is a little tough for cleanup. Our uh, our cleanup crew the next day had a few choice words for me. I came around the corner and he was out there with a with a leaf blower trying to blow all the confetti into one pile. It was just going everywhere. But you know, it to see the the, the photographs from that show that uh, you know we were we received, and then they did a video from the venue itself. Five Finger did, and they released it on YouTube. So if you're if you weren't at that concert, or if you were at that concert and you want to relive it. Go to YouTube under Five Finger Death Punch and uh, just Google the Ozarks or put in the Ozarks Amphitheater there. And, and they have a tremendous video that they made in-house. It was an awesome video that they did. And, it was. And I think that um, Five Finger Death Punch, they they just did an amazing job. And the crowd was just overexcited. Um, it was just, it was an amazing night. Even if you didn't like that t- taste of music, right. you would still enjoy the, the concert. I, so. I, I, I agree. I agree with that. The show itself was worth uh, the price of admission, and that was on a Tuesday yeah. night in July. So, there was five thousand screaming fans there. It was packed. packed. One of the things that was great, or about that concert, um, the reason that we um, tried to get them is that the fall before um, we were looking at one of the music industry's publications, and there was an article written about Five Finger Death Punch donating. How much? How much of their? It was like ninety five ninety five thousand dollars of their two thousand and eighteen tour to cops, which is concerns of police survivors, located none other than Camdenton, Missouri. So we got on the horn to their agent and was like, 
we have got to have them here that, you know, where they donated that their concert tour funds to is right in our hometown. So awesome. we had lots of hoops to jump through, um, to be able to facilitate pyrotechnics, et cetera, et cetera. And lifting a guitarist, how many feet in the air? Mm, 28 feet in the air <laughs> on a, a, a CO2 powered platform. He was doing a guitar solo and just rising up out of the stage and, you know, roughly 30 feet in the air playing guitar. It, it was crazy to see. And you guys, you guys pulled it off. Yeah. It look, awesome. for a, look for a huge announcement in that same genre coming this year as well. I'm looking forward to it. Hey, yo. There you go, Brock. You got a teaser. There you go. <laughs> yeah, you got me all excited now. Yeah, and that'll be on a Wednesday night. In August. That's perfect. There. That's as I, as, that's as the most information that we can give you that's really not information. <laughs> that's all right. We'll, we'll, turn off, we'll turn off the recording here in a minute. You can share. It'll be good. Right. <laughs> Another one of my favorites, the Ozark Mountain Daredevils. And they do an awesome job. And that was a great concert as well. Um, and they're a local, you know, around the Branson area. Right. And they were, um, they were paired with, uh, the nitty gritty dirt band. And that yeah. was the second time the Ozark mountain daredevils actually had performed for us at the amphitheater. Um, they were, um, our inaugural year in 2015, they were part of the lineup. So it was great to have them back on stage. And unfortunately, since they've been here, um, one of the members has passed away. Oh, I'm so sorry to hear that. But we do have the banner from 2015 hanging on the wall in the amphitheater backstage. And all of the guys did get to sign it when they were there in 2018. So that's pretty awesome. And it's a fantastic keepsake for us. Oh, that's that's awesome to have. Mm -hmm. But that was one heck of a concert, too. It was a lot of fun. It was. It was a lot of fun. It, it, it is, unless they're, well, <laughs> I don't know. How, I don't know how much longer we have on the podcast here, but... <laughs> It was a great concert. From, Everybody from, had a from great a backstage time. perspective. When you get nine septuagenarians moving around on the stage back there, it's a little difficult. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of like herding cats. Oh my gosh! <laughs> I think I think working with artists in general is like herding cats. Yeah, <laughs> they're, they're about an hour and a half late doing their sound check, and finally I had to speak up. It's like somebody better pick up a guitar and start playing. That's uh, right. We're opening gates in 25 minutes. <laughs> Gentlemen. Standing there tapping your watch. Come on. Yeah, that'd be a little nerve wracking. We got to go. <laughs> yeah. I'm on a schedule here. So Mary Kay, tell us about, I know you have a new networking group called Community Connections. Let's touch base on that a little bit. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. Um, we um, meet and it's, we just are started off in January. We meet um, the second Friday of every month. Um, well, I can't say every month. It's only during the off season at the Thunder Mountain Event Center, which is part of Bridal Cave. Um, it is at the, what is the name of the German restaurant? Der Essen Platz. <clears throat> it's the old, the old Der Essen Platz. If you're from the area, it's, it's uh, been the, Thunder Mountain Event Center now for the last couple of years. Okay. This is a networking opportunity. It's a free networking opportunity open to everyone. It's kind of a business to business open to everyone in the Lake of the Ozarks community. And we, um, we don't limit it to um, any or more than one 
per occupation. So if you have five plumbers, that's fantastic. And I think sometimes too, it's, it's great and it builds um, a better community foundation. If you do have more than one pe- person from an industry, because then they can collaborate, possibly learn more about each other's business. If one has a particular um, tool or whatever that the other one might not have, being able to have Um, that knowledge in your back pocket when you're out there working and run into an issue where you might need that particular item, I think is helpful. And I know going to other networking opportunities um, in the past, I could know somebody by name socially, but but to be able to say what they do for a living or how that, how, I could help them become successful. Um, that's where I think there was a gap. So, um, it's just a great opportunity for people to get up, tell us who they are, what company they're with, um, what kind of business they have, you know, or what kind of needs, what kind of customer they're looking for, what kind of employee they're looking for, you know, um, it, it lends itself very well to building a strong foundation, um, before tourist season. So we run January through April, and then we take off May, June, July, August, and start back up in September and run all the way again until next April. Awesome. I was supposed to be there this last time, but the snowstorm kept me from you guys. So I will be there in March. (laughs) Fair weather, I see. I guess. (laughs) (laughs) the the concept that i get out of it it's more it's a business to business type of uh, connections you know it's not about uh, we we will come up with some marketing ideas to drive business to different establishments but you know it's we're very resourceful people at lake of the ozarks and as we have new business owners come into the area and new people come into the area whether it be businesses or uh you know community organizations, nonprofit organizations, uh, you know, large events that come up that draw people to the lake is, you know, how can we best capitalize on the minds and the resources that we all have to make everybody's business better and make the lake a better place for people to come and enjoy? That's awesome. That's a great way to bring the community together and promote Lake those arcs. I love it. Well, I, I have loved every second of this. Uh, Mary, Kate, Tom, tell, tell, tell our listeners where they can uh, find and purchase tickets for Ozarks Amphitheater. Well, website would be ozarksamp.com, or you can call our office if you need assistance purchasing your tickets. Um, office number is 573-346-0000, and soon our ticketing outlet at the Bridal Cave will be back up and running. They're open seven days a week, nine to five. And there are no ticketing fees when you purchase tickets at Bridal Cave. And when you pay cash, you actually pay the face value of the ticket. So it's definitely a money saver. Oh, that's awesome. A couple ways that they can uh, trim up the cost a little bit. I love that. I love that. Man, you guys have got me hyped for the 2021 event season. I am so excited. Um, I've already got my eyes on a, on a couple of the upcoming concerts. And uh, and I am so pumped for you guys and all that you're accomplishing. I'm excited that I got to the opportunity just to get to know you in this conversation. So thanks for joining us on the podcast today. Well, thank you for having us. We always like talking about the beautiful hole in the ground that is the Ozarks Amphitheater. <laughs> uh, listeners, you've got to check it out. It is awesome. You can follow Ozarks Amphitheater on all social media platforms. Um, uh, You can also visit their website. Once again, that's OzarksAmp.com. 
com, uh, or you can call 573-346-0000 and, uh, and uh, get ready. It's going to be incredible. It's only up from here for Ozarks Amphitheater. So thank you so much, listeners, for joining in on the Sherry and Brock show today. We've got more coming your way here very soon. We're excited. Stay tuned.